Welcome back. We've got another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show for you guys. It's Monday evening, November 7th. We're going to go over the Week 10 Waiver Wire Report. Let's cover uh, all positions. We'll look at injuries, quarterbacks, running backs, <clears throat> receivers, tight ends, as well as defenses. And again, I record this on Monday night. So you guys can, you know, you can soak in this information, whether it's Monday night or all day Tuesday, as most waiver wires run Wednesday morning. So let's hop right into the week 10 injuries. I want to note first on by Baltimore, Cincinnati, New England, and the New York Jets. <clears throat> now we had a handful of new injuries pop up. We're watching the health of Josh Allen. He injured his elbow. He was able to finish the game, but we're watching to see if any tests come forward. It sounds like he's going to be on track to play. He just might be limited uh, in practice this weekend, maybe even limited in the game. We'll see. But as of right now, no serious injury for the elbow on Josh Allen. Quarterback Ryan Tannehill, uh, he's not played in two straight games. He's been sitting out with an ankle and an illness. He's going to be listed as questionable for Week 10. Uh, you've got running back Aaron Jones. This one was the big deal, I guess, on, on Sunday here against the Lions. He left the game, did not return, was seen with a walking boot. Um, early Monday tests came back negative. It doesn't sound like he had any significant injury. And they're holding out hope that he can play Week 10 here. He's going to be limited probably at practice. He might not practice Wednesday. Uh, but if he can get in a limited Thursday or Friday, he's on track to play. Uh, the other running back here, Deion Jackson, he hurt his knee. Uh, he was able to return to the game. We'll see if he's able to practice and go. Uh, and in tandem with that, we're going to wait and see if Jonathan Taylor is going to be good to go. I have him listed as doubtful. It might be another starting game for Deion Jackson. Otherwise, Jordan Wilkins uh, got a lot of work in this game last week or yesterday as well. Ezekiel Elliott, I have him listed as questionable for Week 10. He's going to—he's probably going to play. He had He's coming off the bye week, so he should be just fine. Some new wide receiver injuries for you. Adam Thielen, I have him listed as a concussion. He's going to be questionable for week 10. Romeo Dobbs was the big one, though. High ankle sprain. He's out four to six weeks. So Green Bay's pass catchers, uh, just another blow there. And Christian Watson left the game. It was a concussion, but I, the, Matt LaFleur came out and said today that it was more a hit to the chest, loss of breath kind of thing. So I think Christian Watson will be fine. We'll see if he can practice. I'm going to assume Keenan Allen's not going to play. I have him listed as doubtful this week. Uh, Debo Samuel, I have him listed as questionable with the hamstring. Of course, San Francisco coming off the bye. He's on track to play. They they logged uh, practice reports on Monday, and Debo Samuel was participating. So limited, but he's on track to play this week. Tight ends, Darren Waller, questionable with the hamstring. Evan Ingram hurt his back. I don't think he was able to return yesterday, so he's going to be listed as questionable to doubtful for Week 10. And then David Njoku, he, coming off a bye, he, we know he had the high ankle sprain back in Week 8. He did not play Week 9. Rest week 10. So he's been off the ankle for a couple weeks now. He's He basically came out and said, I'm going to play week 10. So I'm hoping David Njoku is back in our lineup. So uh, I might have missed some injuries here and there. Uh, but for the most part, that's the major news that I, I found this week. Let's move on to the quarterbacks. Uh, and the way I do this, again, with ESPN percent rostered, uh, I have a list here of guys that these if, if these quarterbacks are available, go ahead and pick one of them up. But Allen, Mahomes, Lamar, Jalen Hurts, Herbert, uh, Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Tua, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers, Geno Smith, and Kirk Cousins. These guys are all top-tier quarterbacks. They need to be rostered in 10 and 12-man leagues. Now, the quarterbacks that are available, I mean, say you have Joe Burrow on by or Lamar on by this week and you need to pick up a guy. Uh, Derek Carr's got a nice home matchup against a reeling Indianapolis Colts team. He's about 64% rostered, so there's a small chance he's out there. Maybe Matthew Stafford at home against Arizona. We just don't have a lot of... Haven't really enjoyed the Rams offense of late, so he's not a strong play. Maybe Trevor Lawrence at Kansas City. They could maybe put up some points there as they're trying to play keep up. Uh, you have Russell Wilson at Tennessee. I'm, I'm interested in the Broncos coming off a bye. I think they might surprise us. Uh, their offense kind of got better the last couple weeks before the bye, so I'm open to the Broncos. 
uh, putting up some more points and fantasy numbers for us. Uh, but obviously the pickup of the week here is Justin Fields. He's got a home matchup against the Detroit Lions. Does not get much better than this. Of course, he had uh, a record-setting day on the ground, 42-some points depending on your league format. Justin Fields will be the number one streamer this week. If you can't get Fields, go ahead and get Daniel Jones. They're, they're coming off a bye as well in New York, and they're going to get at home against Houston. So that's a really friendly matchup. If you can't get Fields, get Daniel Jones. Uh, maybe maybe Mariota can be an interest if you guys miss on Fields or Jones. Jared Goff at Chicago, not really interested. Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo against the Chargers. I do like Andy Dalton at Pittsburgh. Uh, Heineke against Philly on Monday night, no thank you. Tannehill versus Denver, no thank you. Jacoby Brissett versus Miami, maybe. Uh, I mean, again, these guys are really deep, more super flex plays uh, at the moment. So it's Fields, Jones, and maybe some of the other guys that I have highlighted here. Uh, stashing these guys in Superflex may be uh, of use to us. Of course, Deshaun Watson, he needs to be rostered. We might see Carson Wentz in a couple weeks. We might even see Matt Ryan. Now that the Colts have fired their head coach and brought in Jeff Saturday, Matt Ryan might be starting uh, in a week or two, maybe even this week. Who knows with, with his shoulder? Maybe we'll see Matt Ryan sooner than later. Winston can always uh, you know, be back in the starting lineup if Andy Dalton gets hurt or has a bad game. I'm assuming Ellinger, his time uh, with us as a starting quarterback is, is probably limited at this point. Don't know what's going on in Carolina. Baker Mayfield, P.J. Walker, and I have Sam Darnold down here. They say P.J. Walker is going to start Thursday night, uh, but I would bet week 11 we're probably looking at Sam Darnold maybe being the guy. Malik Willis, Teddy Bridgewater, Cooper Rush, Bailey Zappi, Mitch Trubisky, Desmond Ritter, just some guys for super, le- uh, super flex leagues. Let's look at the running backs. And again, I use ESPN percent rostered. So AJ Dillon, he's 72.3% rostered, which means what? You got roughly a 28% chance of him being available on your waiver wire. Uh, with the injury to Aaron Jones, we might see a little bit more opportunity for AJ Dillon this week. I think he's kind of a low end RB2 flex play at best. He has not played well uh, in recent weeks here. So if Aaron Jones misses the game, We'll be starting A.J. Dillon, and if he does play, he's kind of a low-end RB2 flex play. I know Deion Jackson burned us uh, this week for all those who started him, uh, but, man, if he's, if he's able to go and Jonathan Taylor's not in, I'd like to go back to the to the well with Deion Jackson. And, again, who knows? Like, with this team firing their coach, Jonathan Taylor's dinged up, don't know who the quarterback is, we might see more Deion Jackson. So I think he's worth a hold in deeper leagues. You have Algier, Melvin Gordon. These guys are just kind of nice – people to have, uh, have on the end of your bench. Khalil Herbert, another guy here who I want on my bench. Naheem Hines, we might see him get more uh, opportunity in the in the Bills offense going forward. Daryl Henderson continues to be the lead back for the Rams. Brian Robinson, um, the injury to J.D. McKissick with the neck injury, I believe that's the same injury he had last year. So that's concerning. He might not play this week. Uh, if it's Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson going forward, Robinson should be rostered. So in 10 and 12-man leagues, he needs to be on the end of benches. What do we do with Cam Akers, guys? Five carries for three yards yesterday. Not good. He's clearly behind Daryl Henderson in the pecking order for things. And maybe even Malcolm Brown. And if they get Kieran Williams back this week, uh, we might not see Akers on our rosters anymore. So he's he's at this point, he's probably droppable. The pickup of the week, though, at running back, is Jeff Wilson Jr. Like he pretty much came in, walked right into the Miami RB1 role, and he split time with Raheem Mostert, but he looked like the better back. He's fresh. Uh, I think Jeff Wilson could be uh, a league-winning type running back uh, for us this year. So if you have to go to the hole with one of these backs, it is Jeff Wilson. If you have the roster space to do so, uh, grab Gus Edwards. They have a bye week 10. I know that. Uh, but after that, Gus Edwards should be healed up. He's got, he's, of course, he's, he's recovered from the knee. He was nursing a hamstring now. Uh, but I would like to think Gus Edwards will be the, the lead back down the stretch. Chuba Hubbard hasn't played in two games, but they need him back. He's, he's more their pass catching back. And I think he can kind of eat into the Deonta Foreman workload. Madison's still a handcuff. Isaiah Pacheco. 
kind of, you know, I mean, after the bye, he did get more work than Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I still think Jerick McKinnon's probably the best back to own here. I have McKinnon down here. Latavius Murray remains the Broncos running back that I want. James Cook, maybe. Rashad White still a hold. And then Kieran Williams, just the guy that you want to have as a potential. Uh, who knows what? It, it, it's kind of like a white elephant gift. You don't know what you're getting with Kieran Williams, but it could be nice. Uh, but that's it. Not a lot of fun on the running back waiver wire. Again, Jeff Wilson, maybe stash Gus Edwards, uh, stash some of these backup running backs. I mean, at this point, it's November. Everyone's banged up. These running backs, we're going to start. I mean, look at how Deion Jackson became a hot priority, you know, on the waiver wire. He didn't he didn't hit for us. But again, uh, these running back injuries, man, when they hit, you want to be able to dial up the next man up. So hoard backup running backs uh, while they are available. Let's look at the wide receiver position. Uh, Joshua Palmer, man, you should have picked him up last week. If he's still somehow available in your league, you got to go and get him 67% rostered already. So he's probably already owned, but, uh, he led the team in targets, yards, receptions yesterday. He looked really, really strong. Uh, and I know it was in Atlanta. He's going to be going up against San Francisco on Sunday night football this week. Uh, but I, I still think Palmer probably a wide receiver three flex going forward. Rondell Moore, if you can't get Palmer, go ahead and get Rondell Moore. He's starting to be a dependable PPR flex option for us. Allen Robinson, whatever. But uh, George Pickens, guys, uh, with Chase Claypool out of the fold, Pickens has a chance to increase his targets and his overall output. So I think Pickens can be a wide receiver three flex down the stretch for us. Renfro, whatever. I'm not excited about Kadarius Tony. Uh, hopefully he gets more workload going forward. I would rather own Tony over MVS. Uh, Devin Duvernay, we're going to see how he plays tonight against the Saints, but I think Duvernay can be a wide receiver three flex for you the rest of the way. Michael Gallup, really lowly owned here, but he's coming off the bye week. Uh, hopefully he's all healthy and good to go. Uh, Nicole Hardman, actually, I mean, over Kadarius Tony and MBS, I might prefer holding on to Hardman. He's actually been playing some of his best football of his career this year. Uh, Zay Jones, Al Pierce, just some deep bench guys. I've been talking about Traylon Burks for the last two, three weeks. He's on IR currently, but I think he's going to get activated this week. He is the receiver that they're waiting for to kind of help lift the passing game in that offense. If you need Rondell Robinson, I think he's a, he's a nice bench stash in 12 team leagues. Go check your waiver wires for Jamison Crowder. We might see him after Thanksgiving. Kind of the same thing with Odell Beckham depends on where he signs. I'm not expecting Beckham to be heavily useful for fantasy. He's more of like a late December playoff kind of uh, guy here. So if you can, if you have the patience and you, and you can have the roster space to do it, go ahead and grab Beckham. I mean, I'd rather grab a guy like Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's actually been a wide receiver three flex the last like four or five games, and he gets Deshaun Watson back. I think I think that's a better pickup. DeAndre Carter will be the number two receiver for the Chargers for as long as Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are out. Terrace Marshall Jr. starting to come around here. Uh, he actually outplayed DJ Moore yesterday. He looks pretty good. And then uh, one of the, my favorite sleepers here, he's only 2.3% rostered. So this guy's probably available in your league. Go check out Darius Slayton. Three of his last four games before the bye week, he's been over double digits. He's got one touchdown, leads the Giants in, in targets and receptions and yards in that span. So I like Slayton quite a bit. And then with the injury to Romeo Dobbs, maybe Samari Toure gets more runs. So that's kind of the lay of the land at wide receiver. Again, it's not a very impressive waiver wire week. But we'll move on to the tight ends. I do have a list of tight ends that should be rostered. The front liner that I want to mention, David Njoku. A lot of people cut him while he, uh, you know, he went uh, out with the ankle sprain and he had the bye week. So uh, if you can go ahead and grab Njoku, you, you're getting a top 10 tight end the rest of the way. I like Dawson Knox. I like Taysom Hill. Evan Ingram's hurt. Uh, maybe Hayden Hurst as long as Jamar Chase is not playing. But again, they're on bye this week. The guys that are widely available, though, Robert Tunyon, probably going to get more put on his plate that Romeo Dobbs is hurt. Uh, and then Noah Fant. I know he's been kind of hit or miss all year, but he had a nice game yesterday. And then Isaiah Likely, what do we do with him? 
I mean, if he goes out tonight and he balls out, uh, we're, we're looking at potentially the number two, number three target for Lamar Jackson the rest of the way. So I think if you can hold on to likely over his bye week, please do so. Uh, but the number one pickup here that's widely available in most leagues is Broncos rookie tight end Greg Dulcich. Uh, he's been phenomenal. Three games in his career, all over double digits. Russell Wilson likes him. He's actually he's been part of the reason why the Broncos offense has opened up. So uh, I think he's a guy. Uh, if you need a tight end, I'm I'm confident in starting Greg Dulcich the rest of the way. And then Cole Komet caught two touchdowns yesterday, career game. He might be a part of the Bears offense going forward. And then Kate Otten, another rookie here who's actually had three double-digit games in his last five. He caught the game-winning touchdown last night. Otten looks like a guy that could be useful for us down the stretch. So those are the tight ends I like. And then we'll finish up with the defenses. Again, Baltimore, Cincinnati, New England, and the Jets all on by. <clears throat> the top defenses that are owned that I like this week, Eagles and the Cowboys, as well as the 49ers. <clears throat> if we go down a little bit farther, the Saints at Pittsburgh, maybe the Chiefs at uh, versus Jacksonville. I do like the Rams versus the Cardinals. I'm open to the Broncos <clears throat> against Tennessee. They still have a really good defense. Uh, I'm open to the Seahawks against Tampa Bay. I do like the Titans against Denver as well. Uh, and then maybe if you get down here really far, <clears throat> maybe the Falcons against Carolina, maybe the Giants versus Houston, only 5% owned. Uh, and then lastly, the Bears versus the Detroit Lions. I think if you can just go with the Giants or the Bears, those will probably be the easiest two calls this week here. Otherwise, try and get some of the guys that I have bolded up here. But for sure, Giants, Bears, and some of the top dogs here will be my defensive streamers. But uh, that's going to do it for this video. Again, Thank you guys for your time. Thank you for watching. Uh, we'll be going live on Wednesday evening, uh, about 7 p.m. Central Time. That's when we'll do our Start Sit Live. You guys can get all your questions answered. Uh, so we'll see you then. Thank you again so much for your time. Enjoy the game. Peace.